Welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cross of The Happy Hour Canton, and I'm here to help you show up as your best self while you're finding clients, working with the clients, and getting those testimonials to build your better business. We'll be talking about everything you need to know when it comes to freelancing, whether you're a beginner or someone who has a few years under their belt. So let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. So today we're going to be talking about creating an AI proof business or whether it's possible to create an AI free business or AI proof business. Like can you actually, I don't know, delay the inevitable? Is it possible? Should you care that much? Because AI is getting better and better by the week. It seems like you always hear a story about a new AI tool or a new technique and AI is doing all kinds of stuff. It's making art, it's creating articles, it's doing all the things that you know that creatives are doing. And so we've always been taught, oh, the power of technology is really going to take over like manual jobs, but maybe creative jobs are safe. But I don't necessarily think that's true, but I don't necessarily think that AI is that awesome right now. Like it's not a problem at this moment for everything. Okay, so there's a new article that recently came out on Ad Age. It came out on July 30th, actually. And it's about Chase and their commitment to using AI after essentially machines outperformed writers on some tests that they did. So they started using this partner, Prasado, to create marketing language. And so what is that? So that's not like your typical long form article. That's really just like a headline. So really, it was talking about how they're using it to craft headlines and do some short form ad copy, but not necessarily to take over human jobs. So I'm gonna kind of dig deeper into this article. And then we're gonna talk about kind of AI proofing your business and the ways that you can use AI in your business because I think that it's important as people that we work with AI instead of working against it because I feel like it's a part of you know the future and technology can be helpful as long as businesses don't try to use AI to like take over everything because I think there's something to be said about the human eye and the human writing experience or the human art experience that I don't think you can get from AI. So essentially in this trial, you know, they basically worked on a few different like headlines. It says that Chase says that the ads created by Prasado's machine learning performed better than ads written by humans, with a higher percent of customers clicking on them, more than twice as many in some cases. Here are a few things. So one is like, one digital ad written by humans read, access cash from the equity in your home. However, Prasado's version said, it's true, you can unlock cash from the equity in your home and so that performed better with customers and you can kind of see why it did that so I think in a way I think businesses have to be more careful about how much they put into AI because with AI it can be as creative as the stuff you input into it whereas with humans you kind of have to be what the business tells you so you have that amount of leeway you get some information from a business and they say hey it 
needs to be conservative. It needs to do this. It needs to do this, this, and this. And so you're kind of working in the confines of that. You have a lot of bias about like how creative you're allowed to be and how excited you are to work and what you're working on. And so I think there's a lot of like variables that come into play when you're talking about humans and how we write and how we perform art and all that good stuff. Like that is kind of the nature of working with a human. With a AI, you can just basically input out all kinds of stuff in there and with the machine learning, it can learn from all kinds of spaces. It, you can't really reprimand an AI machine for being too out of the box, if that makes sense, because it really doesn't care. It's a machine. It doesn't have those feelings and you can't reprimand it. So even if you didn't like what they're saying, it's not like you can like come back and ask for revisions. It's, an, it's a literal machine. You can't ask a machine for revisions i mean you can tailor it you can change it you can manipulate it but what it comes out with is based on things that it sees and based on things that you input into it so it's not really the same as like a human where you get a person who's like i'm working with chase and this needs to be conservative and this needs to fall into the box and i don't have that creative outlet and i think that to say that oh this human couldn't come up with an idea like this robot is kind of not correct like a human could come up with a good headline if you're giving the human the ability to do so. And so that's something I really want to talk about there because I mean, I don't think that we don't know like how the guidelines were set. We don't know what kind of information the human had. Like oftentimes, especially with things like this, like you're not giving these people enough information or enough detail to really be able to do something like that. So are you giving the human all of this information that you're giving the machine learning robot? And oftentimes, Brands don't give you or clients don't give you enough information to truly create something like that. Whereas they would give a robot all kinds of information to create what they want to be created. And so almost too much information for humans to consume because it's a robot and it can go through all of that to consume a simple, you know, headline. So for them, it's not that hard. But for humans, you know, there are so many variables. And I don't know if this study necessarily took that into consideration when it said, oh, these robots performed way better. So now let's talk about AI proofing your business or working with AI as a freelancer. So I'm currently working with a client who is actually utilizing AI to create some stuff for writers. So they use an AI platform, but they also use writers. So it's not necessarily like taking over the writing position. It's something that you use in tandem with a writer to create better. So, to be honest, there's just so much information out there, you guys. And when you're creating some content for a person, as a human, it would be physically impossible for me to, you know, charge what I charge and also do all of the research that goes into what they want. So, going through pulling all of the information from Google and doing all of this random stuff would take me forever to do. An AI could do, or an AI or an artificial intelligence machine or whatever could go through the internet, scour stuff so much quicker than I could, and really come to me with an actual great outline that I can use to succeed and things to consider as I write my article. So I think that, you know, some freelancing will be destroyed with AI in the next year or two. You know, some, or for especially those bigger companies who can afford it. So, yeah. 
a lot of those bigger companies are going to probably stop, you know, going to as many people for those shorter form things. So maybe like Facebook ad copy or headlines. So like they might not need you to create some headlines or, you know, to go through and you know, outline things for them. I think that at this point, AI is not really good enough to tackle a long-form writing project, mainly because it doesn't really create. It just spins. So if you're an article spinner and you want just spend articles, and and those clients typically pay lower anyway, so if they just want to spend article, they'll probably go for an AI. But long-form content, really thought leadership, things like that, an AI cannot do that. An AI I cannot interview a expert source and get that information. There's so much AI cannot do at this point that I think if you want to AI proof your business, you need to make your services more complex, to be honest. So because at this point, AI really cannot do complex things. Like it can do some really small tasks, like it can create headlines, it can uh, create some of that short form ad copy, it can work on the small things. But whenever it's doing that, it's really just learning from whatever you put into it so at that point like I said it's just spinning stuff it's just regurgitating things it's just putting things in a new format it's really not actually doing much of anything it's just kind of spinning things and spinning them and utilizing the tools and techniques it has to create something new from something old but it's not it's not creating thought leadership it's not really creating something of value for a business it's only doing like like the bare minimum. And so for some people, yes, the bare minimum works. And for some people, you know, just being able to get that new fresh piece of ad copy will work. But I think that for the majority of businesses at this point, they really want something more substantial. And so yes, with those short form things, yes, AI is going to crush it. But right now, I don't think that it's good enough to be able to do the kind of thought leadership that it needs to be able to perform to really make an impact for businesses. So it can do small stuff, but I wouldn't consider it, you know, taking your job anytime soon, not for art, not for writing, not for, you know, all of that good stuff. Like it's going to take some time before AI can do all of that. So basically, I think some of the best ways to AI proof your business is to, you know, create longer content for once like white papers and ebooks and long form articles things like that thought leadership pieces that require things like interviews and just trying to make sure that your articles are not like small get it get up there and start providing like super valuable content if you're a writer I think that of all of the crafts or freelancing ideas things like transcription and writing and things like that I think are at the most like I feel like they're the most at risk for AI to take over I don't really think you really have to worry about it as much maybe music production because I feel like they can do that as well at some point in the future I feel like that would be possible art maybe but I really feel like AI can't really make true art especially because there's something to be said about like the human brush strokes and like going through all that and like the actual feeling of of human art I think it's just so much different from like the art that I've seen AI produce so far mainly AI art is kind of just a jumbly wumbly mess so I don't think graphic design or art can really be seen from the AI perspective just yet I mean maybe they'll get better at it but at this point the art I've seen AI do is not that good or it's just it's not 
not necessarily not that good it's just not necessarily original so really you're not creating original art or original pieces of work you're really just regurgitating art that's already out there and putting a slight spin on it like that's all I've really seen from AI in the art department so I would say writing is probably going to be one of those things that you really have to think about in the AI world because I think that it can easily take that over and get better and better at it but I feel like if you're varying your skills and creating some great stuff there I think you'll be okay as far as art is concerned I mean as far as writing is concerned and AI is concerned if you are varying your skills getting better creating different things learning new skills and keeping up with AI because you know a lot of companies are utilizing AI in conjunction with their writers and they're really starting to like kind of lean into this so I would really just you know keep up eye on it you know it's a thing that's gonna happen people are always trying to cut down on costs and make their not necessarily even cut down on costs as much as make a better return on their investment because I mean that's what freelance that's what businesses want that's why they hire freelancers that's why they hire an in-house team is to get some return on their investment so by utilizing this AI if they can get that return on investment higher than humans they're gonna probably use an AI but at this point I don't think for long form or longer form content it's going to be an issue but especially for that short form content if you create a lot of short form things you definitely want to keep an eye on that especially for like product descriptions and just different stuff like that I feel like AI is going to get better and better at what it does so I think you should always try to vary your skills and become a better you know creator so that way you know if that happens you'll have the ability to get your stuff together and still get the bag even when AI becomes better and better because I'm sure it will. So I hope that was helpful. I know it's a bit rambly, but I am interested in this article because, you know, that is such a different thing. Like, it's Chase. Chase Bank is like a huge company and to think that they're partnering with Prasado and creating this information and creating this leadership in a way because if Chase does it, I'm pretty sure other people will follow suit. Other bigger companies will follow suit and start utilizing AI and their content creation process and in their creation process so I don't think it's an issue right now that you super have to worry about but I would definitely vary your skill set and get better at your craft that way you can see stuff and also with like anytime you see you get the chance to see like what AI produces so like if there's a new AI tool out there or you know something that's accessible to the public I would definitely use it so utilize it test it out see what it about because learning what AI is doing might help you craft headlines or craft anything that they're doing better and keep you ahead of the game. So it's always good to go back and actually kind of look at, you know, all of these things and see if you can do the better. That is the episode and I hope to see you guys soon. Bye! Thank you so much for listening to the Ambitious Freelancer podcast. I'm so excited that we got to hang out today. If you want to hang out between uploads, check out thehappyartcanton.com slash ambitiousfreelancers. There you will find more support and advice as you grow your freelance business and connect with other listeners of the podcast. I cannot wait to see you in the group and I will talk to you in a few days with some more great advice.